0: A Radio One ninety one FM podcast.
1: An interview right now, which is very exciting. I've been plugging this all day because I am personally very excited about it. It is the Science Communication Masters Course film premiere, and we have some amazing twenty five minute short films to discuss and dissect before, of course, the premiere this Saturday. Are we excited?
2: Yes. yes. <laughs> Nervous.
3: Nervous. <Sure>. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've I've
1: got a wee spiel to introduce it, and and try not to blush, of course. But um, so. Uh, Premiering this Saturday the 27th of July at the Regent Theatre these films come courtesy of the Science Communication Masters Program we've all watched films whose creators weren't exactly in tune with their audience but I can assure you the works of Actually, who um, Berenice, Tegan, and Lana, and also, can couldn't be here, Summer, and Samantha, are made with the intention to both inform and engage, which is wonderful and a, a, a pleasant relief. Um, the topics range from seaweed invasion to artistic interpretation of seabird decline to living with cerebral palsy. It's wonderful to have you all in the studio as well, of course, the convener, Neil. Neil is also here. Thank wonderful. you. Uh, truly a room of creatives, which is very pleasant. Um, I've never inter- interviewed this many people at once. This is new for me, so we'll, we'll we'll work through it. We'll work through it, but it should be good. Um, so I suppose you must all be used to stuffy recording studios by now and having to put in the hours over long periods of time. Yes,
4: definitely.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so considering how young the programme is, do you all feel fairly free in regards to creativity and structure with what you guys have made?
4: Yes, yes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for, for our master's films we do get complete control you can make it on pretty much any topic and you have control over the whole process from beginning to completion wow
1: that is really cool so i imagine then um considering how intense some of the synopses actually read um the subject matter must be fairly personal for all you guys which is very cool cuz i suppose it would have to be to put in just so much work, because it, it's been a year for you guys and then six months for you, Berenice, yes. you say yes? So yeah, um, how did you pick your topics like as a as a broad thing? Was it just something that you were already passionate about, or is it...?
4: Um, y- yes, so, okay, I go. <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so the ocean's been really important in my life over the last 10-15 years. I've been teaching scuba diving overseas for that long, and so when I came here and when it was time to find a story for the 25 minutes. I was looking, obviously, in you know news article and so on, and I found this article about Kiwi wakame and the uh, person who was selling the product on the farmers markets. And I was like, oh, that's cool, this guy is using seaweed and transforming into a superfood. Mm. I wonder, like, what's what's behind And then I dig about Undaria and realized that it was actually a very important story to tell with in terms of conservation, because it's a very invasive species in New Zealand. And yeah, that's how it all started for me
1: Wow. and um, what about um for you taking
2: um i've always been really passionate about native wildlife, and so I was kind of looking through that kind of conservation of endemic species for my topic, and I originally was going to be working with someone who's doing a lot of um community involvement to do with cats in their homes and in their communities and so I was originally going to do it with him but then that didn't work out for various reasons so I just kind of went on with that topic about how cats have been involved in native wildlife and what happens there and then also the controversy that comes along with along with cats and wildlife and that kind of thing so it ended up being a lot more controversial than I anticipated when I started out Um, and I talked to more and more people and realized it was this massive thing that really needed something that bridged the gap between the two.
1: That's so cool that's a really cool concept because of course I imagine you know the Gareth Morgan-esque pressure must have been quite something to work through
2: yes it's that he's the one that whenever I tell someone I'm doing my my topic on cats and conservation they're they're always like Gareth Morgan but he's so radical that I mean he's it's amazing because we wouldn't be having the conversations today if it weren't for him but Mm. he has polarized people so much so he was the one that went out there and was like this is a problem we need to do something about it and before that we weren't even talking about it so he's done a lot for the communication but it's just also been very polarizing
1: fair enough and what about you?
3: Um, I So I studied marine science here and I always wanted to do a marine themed topic but like being on the, literally on the edge of the Southern Ocean here is really really cool and I, I didn't really know how to incorporate that into a film just yet but um, I heard through one of the other lecturers at the department um, last year about the Art and Oceans exhibition which was hosted at the museum last year um, and so Jenny invited me along to the first meeting and after that she was like oh so which one stood out for you and I was I was on a bit of a blank but then of course that was one which did stand out for me so that was um, the project that I chose in the end so working with an artist called Tori from the Polytech so um, I got to know Tori and the scientist that she was working with for this um, museum exhibition so her name's is Kalinka um, and I got to know them a bit and chatted to them and discovered that Tori was planning to make an artwork for this exhibition which was inspired by um, the science that Kalinka does, but then put that into an art form. So I thought that was quite a cool process to follow. You know, from you know the idea phase right through to completing a sculpture. So um, that was really cool. And then I ended up being able to incorporate a lot of ocean science into it as well, and getting out and filming wildlife and birds and on the ocean. So that was yeah, kind of how it all came together for me in the end. Yeah,
1: because <laughs> all your topics seem just so fascinating from from my perspective at least. Um, because there's always been a niche especially in Dunedin considering that NHTV is based here for uh, understanding and documenting wildlife and considering the decline of a lot of wildlife and a lot of other issues that are happening at the moment did you guys sort of slip in a bit of a last episode of planet earth call to action (laughs) in your films is that or is that like a spoiler can I not really push that far in
4: uh, yes, a little bit for me as well. <laughs> at the end, obviously, because my topic is an ongoing topic, and there's a lot of there's a battle raging in Fjordland at the moment against or try to preserve the ocean there and trying to fight on the area. So there's a little bit of a message at the end. Yes,
3: mm.
0: I yeah. think they're all quite evocative and provocative. They do <laughs> stimulate um, people to think about what they can do. Mm. Um, Summer's film, Evolving Evolution, is a bit more pure science and an offshoot of the evolutionary theory um, called the niche construction theory, which mm-hmm. is kind of that all species... No, some species particularly feed back into the environment they're in and have an effect of the environment which has an effect on them. So there's a big feedback loop going on. So that's not so much a call to action. And Sam's film is the only one that's not a nature or conservation film hers is fairy steps about a little girl with several medical issues that has made it difficult for her to walk and the struggle to help her to walk but there's the other films really are raising awareness
1: mm. well, it's nice then you can have that, that spread of influence from just people understanding someone's condition and their social situation to understanding science to just being uh, understanding of the environment you're in already i feel like um this is a bit more of like do you guys Perceive what you've done to be a providing or provision of a service, because a lot of people are very comfortable in the way that they do things already. So when people make a film, it's often to address something or talk about something that is personal or poignant. Um, When you went into this this degree two years ago, nearly for some of you, and then about a year and a half ago, um, what was your intention when you started doing science communication? Because again, it's like fairly new at a target and just starting up at Vic as well.
3: For me, I was actually uh, halfway through a master's in marine science, but um, I'd always known of the science communication course, um, and I think I was just a bit intimidated potentially by it, and I thought, oh, it's maybe too creative for me because I didn't have a background in doing much creative stuff other than, you know, hobby photography. Um, but yeah, I got halfway through my master's in marine science, and I still had this niggling feeling that maybe science communication is for me and so I put in my application and, and got in and then kind of on reflection I was like oh yeah this is actually kind of what I want to do and, and like not that I wasn't enjoying my marine science research but I felt that my energies potentially were better better used communicating to a, like a wider audience than mm. maybe the small number of people who might read the research that I was working on which is awesome but not as kind of far-reaching so Definitely, I think
1: it's great to be able to share science through this course. God, yeah, and on that, come—it's on the—it's this Saturday. <laughs> it's going to be huge. You guys must be very proud that it's playing at the Regent as well. That's a—that's quite an achievement. But on the huge, it's a great stream, venue. venue. Yes. God, yes. yeah, so not many
0: new filmmakers get a chance to choose what they're going to do and spend a year doing it, hmm. and not many get the chance to premiere it in such a really great God, venue. intimidated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, I was going to ask actually as well, um, more of a very particular topic, but some people might be interested. Um, considering the, the sort of funding issues, like you mentioned, like the independent filmmakers do have to go through New Zealand, the, the fairly lofty criteria of the New Zealand Film Commission and other supportive bodies, um, how do you all feel now that this is sort of your entry point into the film industry and that you've been supported this way? Do you feel better prepared to attack this <laughs> fairly, you know, difficult industry?
2: It really is a difficult industry, and especially even with those bodies of funding, a lot of them are for dramas and not for documentaries, so on top of that, we've got to fight against even more limited funding, Mm -hmm. so it is a bit daunting, but I think overall, it's something we all really want to do, so it's going to be worth the struggle in the end, if we can make it, (laughs) make it through. (laughs) We
3: have to do it on a budget, kind of, so Mm -hmm. um, in that respect, it does make it good for us going forward because we can say, yeah, we've made a film on, you know, next to no money. So
0: that is a kind of a good selling point for for hopefully future. And it's not just on air these days, you know, online Mm. and organizations. Lana is going to Niwa to shoot videos for our premier ocean science organization. So there are places like that, DOC, also looking for outreach. So there are other places than just on television. Um, and these guys now have the skills to do it all themselves, which is great if you are going to do it online or um, awareness uh, kind of short films. Mm.
1: No, no, definitely. I think that that's something a lot, a lot of people don't actually consider is that public agencies as an externality want to be socially like you know mm-hmm. we're conscious we're doing this certain thing so at least that is like a pretty powerful niche I suppose you guys can all slot into after this. Um, I suppose this is the last sort of stages of your master's degree though so um, of course Niwa but where to next um, for you guys I suppose as well? Uh, so
4: <laughs> Tegan and me are working uh, at the moment in uh, at for uh, MHNZ, so it's a production company here in Dunedin. Uh, so we, it's one step a bit further after the <laughs> degree, which is yeah. pretty amazing. So we're really working in the industry and trying to go further and work on, on new shows that's going to be released soon. So that's really exciting.
2: Yeah. We're learning a lot about working on really large productions and that kind of thing, which has been really interesting, seeing mm-hmm. a different process of filmmaking that's not just alone. <laughs> yes.
4: <laughs> No, no,
1: no, definitely. Being part of a team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
4: like
1: that. Well, you guys have got a, a veritable team here, even anyway. Yes. Like I mean, w- uh, was the degree fairly collaborative or was it mostly sort of independent work?
4: No, it was really collaborative. We all worked together mm-hmm. and helped mm-hmm. each other. Lana and Tegan actually came with me on some of my shoot and helped mm-hmm. with interviews. And, and we all debriefed together and brainstormed stories and ideas on how to do things as well. And we had like rough uh, cut screening so we could give us each other feedback on what we did and what could be done differently. And
0: mm-hmm. yeah, I think yeah. we all worked well. And 48 so, hour film yes. competition. Yes. Yeah. No <laughs> way, <laughs> really.
2: Yeah. That's so cool. We yeah. won the Dunedin City Finals recently. Congratulations. And that was our second win in a second year in a row that we won that, so we're pretty stoked with that. So good, yeah. That
3: was a really practical <laughs> yeah. teamwork. Hands on
2: teamwork. of the skills. But, yeah. And even definitely such support. A great yeah. You know,
3: that will that and also throughout the whole two years <laughs> we've been able to confide in each other yeah. and you know, <laughs> the, the struggles of post grad life. So <laughs> yeah, no,
1: definitely. Definitely. Um well I mean I, it seems like a no-brainer then I think to come on Saturday $10 yeah. on the door for <laughs> some amazing films that are going to be quite beautiful and intense and just uh, it's nice to see a combination of all your work I suppose from such a long period of time as well. Yes,
3: definitely. 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 Yeah it's <laughs> cool to go- see what everyone's come up with because of course we had such an open open um field at the beginning and everyone's come up with real cool unique stories Yes.
1: I oh, know, definitely, definitely. So, any last words of encouragement to people who are like, "Oh, documentaries, can I do it? Like, what's the, what's the, what's the thing that's going to get people through the door? Apart, apart from this, of course.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this will do it. Yeah, surely <laughs> <right, yeah. laughs> <laughs> No, it is a variety. There are a lot of local angles in a lot of the films, so a lot of the conservation issues around this region and around New Zealand as well, and some of them international. And then the the one that's not a nature film is very emotional. Hmm. Uh, so each of them is worth seeing on its own. And together, it's a, it's a great collection.
1: Oh, God, yeah. It's a, be- a beautiful range of films as well. So, yeah, um, this started the 27th of July at the, the Region Theatre. Um, 8 p.m. was
0: it? 7.30. 7.30, <laughs>
1: 7.30 p.m. $10 on the door. Bring your mates, bring anyone you like, really. It's just going to be... It's going to be lovely, and it's been a pleasure to talk to all of you guys. Thank, Thank, you. Thank you so much having for having us. A, a, room, a room full of filmmakers always lovely, <laughs> have to admit. Um. That was a Radio 1 91FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.